Welcome to another episode of Today's Tick. My name is Trent Scheidecker. I'm a chiropractor and I'm also an advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Each week we like to study in an inspiring principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thanks for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. Welcome back to another episode of Today's Tick. I have a very special guest here today because we have been working side by side for many years. And so I consider him not only a friend, not only a colleague, but a, a part of my family, professional family, Mr. and Dr. Michael Madison from Cairoway of St. Paul Skyway and Cairoway of North St. Paul. And uh, right now, I believe you're downtown St. Paul, correct, Mike? Correct. Yes, I am. Downtown on a break. And I am uh, at my home office. And uh, I'm excited about today's conversation because uh, it's something that speaks dearly to me, but it's also something that Mike and I have spoke on many, many, many times throughout the years. And uh, I feel like it's just going to be just enough to get everyone's ears interested for another conversation. I have Mike back for more. So, uh, but before we dive too far into that, uh, what is uh, good in your life right now? What's good in practice, Mike? Uh, Things are going really well. I'm, I just passed 10 years in practice in November. So it's uh, April now. So I'm a little over 10 years in practice. So I can say I've hit the 10 year mark. And uh, unfortunately, in our profession, a lot of people don't make it to 10 years um, for various reasons. So uh, I'm glad that I'm not only surviving this long in practice, um, but I've reached a point where I know more of who I am and I'm more comfortable in practice. Uh, and I feel like I can be uh, more authentic to myself, which attracts more and more people to the office. And so you go through those growing pains early on as a practitioner of finding out who you are. And I think the longer you stick with it, the more of your tribe you're going to find. And um, not that it necessarily gets easier in practice, but it's a different version of practice, which makes it a lot more rewarding and less of a, a, a battle. Yeah, that's, that's great. I just did a, a module training for some students this weekend. I threw the uh, SBA uh, stats at them in regards to uh, success in um, business in general. And I believe it's like 30% off the top of my head. I believe it's only 30% succeed past 10 years in business. So I applaud you for being um, within that percentage. And I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to go many, many more years on. And, uh, and I know this, and I can say this comfortably because uh, of the topic that we're going to cover here today is going to revolve around, you know, the, the similarities between our professional service of chiropractic and 
professional or personal development in general, you know, taking yourself to another level of uh, being someone uh, through books or through audios. And so um, what I'd like to ask you is how have you used uh, personal development or professional development to your advantage in the last 10 years? That's a great question. I think when we, when we're in school, um, if you're in school right now, you know, a lot of your time is spent on knowledge. It's part A connects to part B. If, if, if this, then that, you know, there's microbiology, there's chemistry, there's immunology, there's your cadaver studies. There's, there's all of this accumulation of knowledge. And I think that um, we're packing it in so much that right away when we're in practice, all we want to do is spout it out. And you've probably noticed that when you go home for breaks or when you meet up with people, um, you, you tend to just let a lot of that out because you're like, hey, I've gained a lot of knowledge. And I think there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. And a lot of um, personal development is is gaining wisdom about yourself and gaining wisdom ab- about the world around you um which i think is really cool because it it matches up with chiropractic so well is that you know we can teach people the knowledge of the spine is made up of 26 bones and there's a central nerve system that controls and coordinates all cells tissue and organs of the body and makes sure that it works in harmony and that's knowledge but wisdom is knowing that if we take care of our spines if we take care of our nerve systems to make sure that our bodies can adapt to the environment that we're in no matter what's being thrown at us it's going to do its best to adapt and keep us functioning at our best then we can apply that in a practical way um, the, the more, you know, yourself, the better off you're going to be. And so in, in business, if you know what type of a person you are, if you know what niche you want to be in or what type of clientele you want to attract or what area you want to be in, you're having more wisdom about yourself and you're developing as a person. And I think that what we're trying to teach people is to know themselves better, to, to take a personal inventory of what's going on and how can I become a better version of myself. And chiropractic is really, it's a piece of the puzzle to help people function at their best. And I think we've evolved out of the, the fear model of chiropractic that maybe pervade, um, a few years ago where it was subluxation or shifts in your spine. Uh, that's the difference in, in between life and death. And on a grand scale, yes, it is. Um, function versus dysfunction versus no function is, is, is a big thing. But I think the more that we can approach chiropractic as a choice, and your ability to choose a better life for yourself on a consistent basis 
that's going to inspire people to move forward as opposed to feeling like they have to do it or something bad is going to happen. Fear only motivates people for so long. And it's an interesting shift. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. I, I, I kind of, you know, I stand firm in the uh, Tony Robbins uh, point of people making decisions either for the fear of moving away of it or for the uh, pro of moving towards something greater. And I'm with you on um, spreading the positive message that chiropractic has in the realm of all the potential that lies there uh, in the development of uh, becoming someone greater uh, through the chiropractic adjustment. My question for you is <laughs> how do you, how do you spread that message in regards to uh, the positives that chiropractic chiropractic has for someone um, in a positive line, uh, uh, light in, re- in the realm of them choosing it, they want it, um, but also being cognitive and aware that uh, there is negatives that usually involve someone starting chiropractic care. So how do you, how do you uh, approach that awareness in the realm of, and maybe relating it to, you know, even personal development, how do you read books and how do you promote more awareness towards being a better person overall uh, and still be cognitive that you have bills to pay and you got debt to pay and you're trying to uh, make a living in life. So what's that balance to Mike, Mike Madison? What does that look like? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a knowledge versus a wisdom thing. And so it's helping people to be aware and giving them information and you're giving yourself information and there's a litany of people to read, listen to seminars to attend who you associate with. All these things have an influence on your personal development. Um, And uh, some are going to be good and some are going to be not good, but we have the personal responsibility to choose. And, you know, a line that I uh, have come to uh, really respect is uh, consistency over intensity. I love that. A lot of, a lot of this world is modeled over intensity is that our, um, a lot of people don't worry about their finances necessarily until tax time. Like they don't look at their situation until probably after January when they get their <laughs> W2s or their 1099s. Um, and they don't budget well. Um, a lot of people take their health for necessarily for granted until there becomes a problem. And it's this very black and white thinking of if things are good, they're good. And if they're bad, they're bad. And then I have to deal with it. I have to put everything else on hold because there's this emergency I have to tend to. And once that dies down and I've expended all this energy, I don't want to deal with it anymore because I got to get back to the rest of these things. And, um, you know, we can... Still there? Yep. 
yeah, perfect. I had a phone call that came in. Um, and so intensity versus consistency is that uh, most of us, even in business, um, we can get complacent and we can forget to do the things that got us to where we're at because they're not bad and they're not good. And so a lot of what we've been taught with society is that you just deal with things when they're bad. And so a little bit of it is acknowledging that that's what we've been told. You know, when do, when do people tend to, uh, put in a lot of effort in their relationships and make these big grandiose gestures. When things there's problems, when do people start to pay attention to their grades a lot when they're on the verge of failing? When, when do people start to uh, take their diet and exercise more seriously when their pants stop fitting? Like <laughs> there, there's, it's, it's just a reactive way to live life. And so people have that choice to be on that treadmill and that's okay because that's their choice. And I think that coming at it from, I'm going to respect your choice because all I'm going to do is give you the best information I can. And if this is new information, hopefully you can make a new choice. Cause I think just not a lot of people are informed about the benefits of chiropractic They've only pigeonholed it into this. I only do this when things are in a crisis because that's how I use everything else. Everything else is just used as a crisis. And if we can talk about their life and their well-being as less of a light switch of it's good versus it's bad and more of a dimmer switch of here's your peak, like, it's all the way bright. It's as, it's as bright and full and optimal as it can be. And here's darkness on the other side. Like where, which end would you like to be closer to? Most people would pick the lighter end. Most of us, guess what? We're not all the way light. We're obviously not all the way dark because we're here, but most of us are in this gray area and the choices we make in this gray area are going to move us towards the light or not. And so if we we're we're all going to reach a point somewhere in this gray area where um or this dim area and when and when these things show up, we've got two choices. We can we can look at this line on the spectrum and we can say well, how am I just going to make this line go away? Or how do I just get on the other side of this line? How do I get out of the crisis? Or how do I get to this side of things, knowing that if I add in enough of this, the chances of this improving are a lot better. It's kind of like if you don't, you've got two small kids. I'm guessing sometimes they want to eat their dessert before their vegetables. They want to go straight to the fun part. But oftentimes, you know that if you 
make them eat their vegetables, chances are the more positive choice for them because they're full, there's going to be less chance that they're even going to want dessert. Oh, I'm too full for dessert. And so instead of encouraging people to just avoid the negatives, like chiropractic is one of these things that the power of it is really like we can just add in something good that we're going to help you move towards this. And if we, if we, if we just kind of, not that we're ignoring this, but if our focus is on if this is here or not, if it's gone, you know, here's the scale. If it's gone, that only means that at minimum you've made it to here. And there's a difference in between being, let's say this is I'm broke. I have zero money. This is I'm, I'm financially secure. Well, there's a difference between being broke, not broke, and financially secure. There's a difference between being sick, being not sick, and being well. That's correct. There's a difference between being sad, not sad, and happy. Like There's a scale, and I think that it's not just three choices that people have. And the quality and the consistency of the actions that you're going to take are going to move you towards one end of the spectrum or another. And so it's not necessarily chiropractic has all of these benefits. It's the benefit of chiropractic. We're looking at it backwards. The benefit of chiropractic is that you can do it consistently and it moves you up the chain. And when the chain moves up towards this end of the spectrum, like you have a better chance for a lot of these positive things to come in because you've laid the groundwork. I I'm sitting back almost as a student of chiropractic right now and taking notes because I'm going to sit back. I'm going to rewind and, and listen to this again, because this is, this is uh, powerful knowledge that we can, this is wisdom, wisdom and knowledge that we can all share with our practice members in our community. So I, I, I can't express how happy I am that uh, you were able to share this with us today. I have one question for you. And I'm sure even some of the uh, listeners are thinking this as well. How is this going in practice in the realm of sharing what you just shared with us? Give me a quick five minute plug about yourself and how people take on to this information that you're sharing with people in, in downtown St. Paul and North St. Paul. I think you just have to approach, um, you have to approach business. You have to approach, um, having this style and this communication, um, you have to approach it from a consistency. And so from an intensity standpoint, a lot of people will talk about how much money they made their first year, how many members they had their first year, how many, how many, whatever their first year. Um, and that's great. But with that intensity, it, it, it usually isn't, it doesn't last. So there's periods of intensity and then there's not, and there's periods of intensity and then there's not. And you'll see that a lot with people who have wildly varying numbers of people they see, um, wildly varying, uh, months of income, wildly varying, uh, uh, reviews or whatever it might be. And so 
if we're talking about chiropractic as a consistency thing, like I think of business as just a, it's, it's its own organism. Yeah. And so if you do this, you're going to find people who think more closely with those line of thoughts. And you'll have the people that are focused on just the intensity piece. They're probably not going to be a good fit for your office. And the way that I practice, um, they're not a good fit for my office. If they can think beyond the, from here to here, and if they can just open their mind to, well, it could be up here and I'm going to give this an honest effort. Generally, they're going to see the benefits. And so you're going to build a clientele base that, um, you know, it's kind of the, the cliche, they stay, they pay, they refer there. It's because you cultivate this atmosphere of authenticity. And I joke that I've been practicing the, sorry, my phone fell. I've been practicing the same way for eight years and I'll joke to people and I'll say in eight years, I'll be saying the same thing to you. (laughs) If you're in the next room, you'll be hearing the same thing. If somebody new comes in, you're going to hear the same thing. Why? Because the basic principles of chiropractic don't change. And if I can keep things simple and if I can keep it easy for people to come in, if I can keep it so people can fit it in their lifestyle, people are willing to do this. People are willing to make this part of our lifestyle. I think that we're just, we end up getting in our own way and creating all these rules and boundaries and, and uh, these ways to control people um, and make them do what we think is good for them. But I think we have to trust in people too. Like let's just trust people to make the right decision with the right information. If it's the right time and the right place for them. And if it's not the right time and the right place, you might be in the future. I just had somebody that came in. We had a first visit. She decided it wasn't a good fit. Two years later, she just walked back in my door and says, you know what? I want to get started. Why? It's because I didn't try to make her feel like she had to do it right then. And we talked and she's like, this sounds really similar to the conversation we had two years ago. And I said, yeah, it's the same thing. The only thing that has changed is that you're ready for it now. And people cool. like that consistency. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, I mean, you and I have had these conversations for years, but every time I, I get the opportunity to sit back and listen to you, it uh, shows me how much more of a student I can be. So I applaud you for sharing this wisdom today with us. And I'm going to ask you to come back and do it again. And, maybe dive in a, a little bit deeper so that we can give, uh, we can give the audience more, more on this topic because you obviously have, uh, breathed it for the last nine years, 10 years in practice. So you're there, man, you're in the trenches and I applaud you for it. Keep, uh, don't give up. And remember, uh, you know, in order to, uh, succeed with consistency, you have a team of people around you helping you. And I know that um, I'm always here for you and you got other people that have been helping you. You got an awesome family at home and uh, just keep it up, man. I applaud you.
And if thanks I, for having if, me. Yeah, if anyone wants to reach out to Mike, uh, his contact information will be shared along with this podcast. I know that he would have no problem uh, giving you steps in the right direction for personal, professional, and chiropractic development. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you enjoyed with it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. This is your first episode. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location analysis and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. And be a champion, be a hero, and send them this episode. You never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. BJ Palmer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical condition, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. And in addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.